Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Be greeted in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The name that is above all names. Today it's Women's Day. Uh, it is a Women's Day within Women's Month. Hallelujah. Amen. And I am so grateful to be standing here before you on this great day. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, as, as women, we are truly blessed and highly favored to have a whole month dedicated to us. Hallelujah. Amen. So I just want to say happy Women's Day. And to all the women out there, I just want you to be encouraged with this verse. In the book of 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 11, it says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. We need to build each other up as women. We need to continue to encourage one another and spread the love of God with one another. Hallelujah. So uh, let us hold each other in the highest regard, in love, and let us live in peace with each other because we know that love conquers everything. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm going to go um, and pray just to allow God to lead us and to direct us before I embark on the message of the day. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I come before your throne of grace. I pray for the spirit of boldness, Almighty God. I pray that the Holy Spirit will come upon me and I will speak the word of God. I will speak what you have sent me to speak. Speak through me, Almighty God. Use me as your vessel of clay. Use me, Almighty God, for the benefit of the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I pray. Amen. 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 I'm going to share briefly under the topic... Instead of worry, pray, because prayer changes things. Hallelujah. Because prayer changes things. A lot of Christians, they know that prayer works and that it changes things. But they allow a lot of things to get in their way of them actually praying. We get so busy with a lot of things that we don't even set time aside to pray and the time that we get around to even try to pray you find that you know you are too tired and all you say is lord i thank you and then you just go to sleep we we see this also in the scripture that we are going to read on in the book of mark chapter 14 verse 32 to 34 and then they will jump to 37 to 38 and then we'll go to verse 41, just the first portion of it. When we don't pray, we get disconnected with the Lord of Lords. We get disconnected to the true vine. And this brings imbalance in our lives as children of God. Let us go and read in Mark chapter 14, verse 32, it says, Then they came to a place which was named Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took Peter, James, and John with him. And he began to be troubled and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch. Then they came and found them. Then he came 
and found them sleeping and said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Verse 41. Then he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? It's, it is enough. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Where we have just read, we see that the disciples were tired. They couldn't keep up with Jesus praying. They kept falling asleep. Instead of getting connected with Jesus, instead of spending time in prayer, they fell asleep. Not once, not twice, but three times. He kept shaking on them and they were fast asleep. We can't blame them. They were not the ones faced with the problem. They were not the ones faced with the challenge. Most of us, we make this mistake of trusting friends who are fast asleep to pray for us instead of us going a little further like Jesus did to pray for ourselves. Jesus was the one who was faced with the death, not his disciples. So we need to always think about this. When we are faced with challenges, what do we do? Do we trust our friends to pray pray on our behalf or we go a little further and pray? There are things that stands in the way of us praying. And one of those things is worry. We get anxious. And we need to turn this anxiety into prayer. That is what Jesus did. Jesus told his disciples that he was feeling anxious. And immediately he said to them, let us go and pray. What do you do when you get anxious? Do you immediately go and seek counsel from the Lord above? Or do you gather your friends and start talking about your problems? He was, he was, Jesus was able, was, was able to easily choose prayer to overcome worry. Why? Because he, was, he has hidden the word of God in his heart. We see this also in Psalms 103. Verse 1, which says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He was able to choose prayer over one because he trusted the Lord. He depended not on his own strength, but on the word of God. Worry is not a prayer. And the presence of worry in our lives is just an indication of lack of trust. Where there is worry, there is no trust. You cannot say you trust in the Lord, yet you go to sit in your corner and you worry. You need to know that if you cast it all to him, if you cast it all to your Lord, then there is no need for you to worry. It means now you are resembling trust. You are standing in a position of trust in the one that you are calling on. Where there is worry, it results in lack of prayer and faith. And we know that the word of God tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. The definition of worry in the Oxford Dictionary 
it is say it says it is it is to feel or cause to feel anxious or troubled about actual or potential problem that was that was what, what was jesus uh, going through he was troubled because of the problem that was coming judas had sold him he was going to face death so this is what jesus was facing because he knew that where there is worry there is no trust trust in the systems trust in what we see trust in what has been said and above all trust in god we compromise our trust in god when we bring worry into the picture worry always replaces trust and you cannot have both at the same time you can choose to worry or choose to pray and put your trust in the lord hallelujah Amen. jesus retreated to prayer he decided to go immediately to pray even when he came back and found his disciples sleeping yes he reprimanded them but did, that did not stop him from going back and pray he went back he came back the second time they were still sleeping and it, that did not stop him he went back again to pray because he knew that the one that he is praying to he is a prayer answering god he was praying to the father hallelujah he was praying to the father who hears everything who listens when we pray many most people they worry because they think they can change things through worry you can't give out more than what you take in in the book of john 15 verse 7 in the niv version it says if you remain in me and my words remain in you ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you that is trust faith and prayer Amen. hallelujah Amen. when we believe in our hearts there is no doubt we will pray because our faith pushes us to pray we pray for things that we do not know things that we are hoping for and that faith it will produce much If you don't take time to study the word of God and live in communion with him and dwell in the secret place of the most high you will always be anxious about everything and never get the time to pray about everything Hallelujah Amen The book of James chapter 5 verse 16 the second part of it It says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. It produces results. Prayer changes things because it moves mountains and it brings healing to our mortal bodies. 
It is only when we forsake it all and take a decision to go a little further, like what Jesus did, and go and kneel before the author and finisher of our faith, and pray believing and trusting that all things will work together for good. Because it is so in his word. First Peter 5, verse 8 to 9, it says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. That is the devil. The word of God says, resist him, standing firm in faith. Because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. Hallelujah. It is not only you. When you are seated there in your corner and you put worry first, you will think you are the only one who is going through. But when you seek counsel in the word of God, then you will know that in First Peter, it says that the believers all around the world, they are going through the same challenge. And when they go through that challenge, what do they do? They pray. Amen. They pray believing. Hallelujah. Amen. They pray trusting. Hallelujah. Amen. We can only resist the devil only if we stand watch in prayer. We can only resist the devil if we remain in God. Yeah. If we kneel and pray about our situations and not sit in a corner and cry and not sit in a corner and worry. Jesus defeated the devil through prayer after he has fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights. The devil had no choice but to flee. We can also conquer through prayer. Jesus went to the Father in prayer, pouring out his heart to the Father who knows it all. The Father knew what was to come. It was not a surprise to the Father. That's why we need to always go back in prayer to the one who knows it all. He knows everything about us. That is why we are encouraged to always pray without ceasing. When trouble comes knocking at our doors, we need to pray because prayer works. Praying to God who hears, who understands. When we do not know how to pray, God the Father has promised us the helper. He promised us that the Holy Spirit with groanings that cannot be explained, he will intercede for us. Why are we still sitting in our little corners? Why are we still sitting worrying about tomorrow? For we do not know what tomorrow will bring. But we know that through God, in prayer, all things will be possible. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to pray always. And we need to trust God always with everything that we are going through. The Holy Spirit is the power that was given to believers who were gathered praying in the upper room. Jesus said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. 
Let us read Acts chapter 1, verse 7 to 8 in the New King James Version. It says, And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put for his own authority. Sometimes we want it all. We want to know it all. We want to understand it all. But here is the word of God that is saying, it is not for us to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his authority. For us is to pray. For us is to trust in him. For us is to cast it all to him. That's all we have to do. He will do the rest. And believe that he will open ways where there is no way. When we cast it all and just stand and watch, he will do it. He will open ways where there is no way. And have faith as small as a mustard seed. The word of God tells us that my God will deliver me. We can only conquer through prayer if we kneel before the Father and go again and again until our hearts are content, until our prayers are answered. Jesus went back three times over and over again praying the same prayer. He did not lose heart. He did not focus on the disciples that were disappointing him. He focused on, on the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Pray until you receive your answer. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Pray until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. The Holy Spirit is always there. Never lose faith in him. Who can do exceedingly above all that we can think or imagine? Our imaginations are limited. We think up until the, where we can see things. But when we pray, remember we are not praying for things that we can see. We are only praying for the things that we've hoped for in our hearts. So then we need to pray until those things come to pass. Never lose courage. Hold on and stand watch and pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And he, he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That is in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. What you feed most, it grows. Feed your soul with the word of God and pray always so that your faith may grow. Hallelujah. Amen. Know that every failure, every heartbreak, every broken dream is an opportunity for God to shine in your life. And that, and that gives us great re a, 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 a great reason to pray the more and not to worry about the outcomes of our situations. Because we don't even know how he's going to do it. 
All we know from his word is that he will do it. So if we sit and worry about how he's going to do it, do you think we'll ever get time to pray? Will we ever get time to connect with the Most High? We will never. Because our thoughts will be overclouded with worry. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It, it certainly doesn't come from us. When we pray, the strength that we have, it doesn't come from us. It doesn't come from our friends. It comes from God. He gives it to us. Strength to overcome when we ask in prayer. Strength to conquer every battle that we fight. He gives us that strength. He gives us the ability to fight. For when we pray from the heart and not focusing on our circumstances, God's strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of God tells us that if we remain silent and not pray, the stones will break forth in praise. Hmm? Just imagine you sitting there deciding not to pray and the stones are the ones, stones which don't even have the needs, stones which don't even need healing, Stones which don't even need financial breakthroughs. Stones which don't even need kids. But they will break forth in praise if we don't pray. That is in the book of Luke. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us stand and pray. Let us not focus on anything that is happening in our lives. Let us focus on, the, on God. Hallelujah. Amen. This is just showing us that all creations, they were made to worship the Most High God. If He can cause the stones to praise Him. And we are the ones that were created in His own likeness, in His own image. It means that He wired us with the will and power to do it. Amen. Let us stand believing in his word. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When our hearts are troubled, we are distressed. When we are in distress, why don't we turn to him in prayer? God, God's word teaches us that even when we have faith as small as a master seed, we must put it to use. He will do the rest, for his grace is sufficient for us. He is faithful in trials, and his promises never fail. Pray always, pray without ceasing, and give prayers of thanksgiving when he has done great things in your life. Let's not just go back to God to ask only. Let's give thanksgiving prayers and say, Lord, I thank you for your protection. We are now protected by the blood of Jesus. And it is not because you are clever, you are putting on masks in throughout this pandemic. 
you are you are sanitizing a lot. That's why you find yourself still a COVID a nineteen negative. It's because he has protected you. That's why you need to go back and say, Lord, I thank you for the protection that we are still safe. And if you have recovered, go back to him and sing praises unto him before the storms do this to do it for you. Choose to worship him. Choose to honor him. In the book of 1 Peter, chapter 1, verse 3, in the TPT version, the first part says, everything we could ever need in life and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. Everything. We just have to reach deep within us in prayer to bring it to pass. Everything has already been deposited in us. Everything that we need, let us just dig deeper in prayer and, and, and reach out to the Most High God who makes everything possible, who brings things to pass, who makes, break, uh, who makes and breaks every chain in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Humble yourselves before the throne of grace mm. and pray. Pray to the one who never judges you. Pray to the one who never looks down upon your prayers. Pray to the one who is forever waiting and doesn't get weary or tired of you coming again and again. The second part of that First uh, 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 Peter, it says, for all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by the name, who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. He knows us by name. So he doesn't get confused or surprised when we come to him. He knows what we need. When we go to him, it's because we are showing humility. We are showing that he is, he is powerful. Hallelujah. We are showing him that we surrender unto him, unto his authority. So let us go to him in prayer. He knows us by name. He has already invited us. The invite is already out, saying, come and pray. I am waiting to hear. I am waiting to, to, to listen to what you have to say. I don't know what you are praying for. I don't know what, you, what is going on in your life. That prayer item that you have given up on, take it back to God. Kneel down and pray. Hallelujah. Kneel down and pray to the Father. I don't know if you know who you are praying unto. You are praying to the King of Kings, the creator of heaven and earth, who by sending, sending his word created the heavens and the earth. We serve a God who is omniscient. He knows everything. He knows what you're going through. He knows your leg and your weaknesses. He knows everything about you. The number of your hair, he knows that. Let us take it back to him in prayer. You serve omnipotent God. He has unlimited power and he is able to influence. He can influence your situation. He can influence things in your life. He can move mountains in your life. That's why he said 
even if we have a faith as small as a mustard seed. He doesn't need our strength. He doesn't need our monies. He doesn't need our intellectual abilities. He is he has unlimited power. He is omnipresent. He is he is omnipresent. Present everywhere at, at the same time. That's how he's able to hear each and every person when they pray. Never sit in your corner and think that he doesn't hear my prayer. Open your mouth and pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us open our mouth and pray. Let us be like Hannah who went to church praying, pouring her heart to Jesus. To, to, to Jesus. That he may, bless, he may bless her with a son. The priest and, and Eli even thought that she was drunk because she was pouring her heart to, to God. Mm-hmm. The priest, because he is a man, man, he judged her. But she was praying to the God who does not judge, who looks into the heart. Focus on the one who will bring it to pass, not the ones that are looking at you. Hallelujah. Because prayer changes things. The woman with the issue of blood, she was praying in her heart, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. She believed and her faith made her well. What is it that you are trusting God for? Believe. Pray and see if it will not change. So be rest assured that he is a prayer answering God. Amen. Amen. Elijah went to God in prayer. And the Bible tells us that as he was human like you and me. He prayed to God that it might not rain for three and a half years. Because he believed God answered his prayer. There was no rain. There was no rain. The book of Revelations 8, chapter 8, verse 3, it tells us that there is an angel having a golden sense who has been given much incense. He is standing waiting for your prayer so that he can offer them before the throne. Just imagine this angel standing there and you don't pray and you fail to submit your prayer request. Those is incense, that sweet-smelling aroma. It's waiting for your prayer requests. It's waiting for you to kneel down and pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When Elijah prayed the second time, he prayed that the rain may come again. When he went in prayer, he prayed the first time. Nothing was moving. He went back the second time, persisting. Trusting, believing, even when there was no sign, he never stopped. He went the third time, the fourth time, and up until the seventh time, that's when he saw a sign, small as a man's fist. Only then he stopped praying. Are you giving up too easily? Are you giving up too early? Go back and pray. Go back. And pray. Pray for some more. Go a little deeper and pray. And see if your situation will not change. I pray that God will bring rain 
that will resonate the inner man in you so that you can arise and pray. Because prayer works. Let us not stop praying. I want you to be encouraged today with this word that prayer changes things. Pray believing that God will do it. That's all it takes. Your faith and his will to do. Your faith and his mighty power to save. You might be listening to this message right now and you are saying, but I want this God. I want this Holy Spirit to come upon me. I do not know God. I do not know that his power can work in me, a sinner like me. It's time that we go back to God. If you are ready to receive God in your heart, if you are ready to receive him, I want us to go and pray together. A prayer of salvation. I want us to pray that may he work in me. May I see him doing things for me just like he did for Hannah, just like he did to the, uh, to the woman with the issue of blood. Just like Elijah, when he prayed for rain, there are situations that you want God to reign in your life. But you will not be able to do it if you do not believe within you that God can do it. Let us stand in faith together as we pray the salvation prayer today. Father, I come to you today. I believe in my heart and confess that Jesus is Lord. Forgive me all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood and make me spotless clean. Fill me with your Holy Spirit to effectively serve you. I am a new creation. I am a born again in the name of Jesus. It's like you can stand and sing and say, thank you, Jesus. Just as I am, I came. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I am a new creation. We welcome you into the family of Christ. The Lord who does not judge. Now go to him boldly. To his throne of grace. To his throne of mercy. And pray. Your situation will change. Thank you so much for giving me this time to come before you and just encourage one another that prayer works. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. We are going, if you, this is the end of our service. And if you want to partner with us in Christ the Ark Ministries uh, through giving, please check the next screen and plant your seeds into this ministry and help us to grow and reach the nations with God's word. Thank you. See you next week. Amen. Amen.